Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to talk to me, Tyler T, with the one and the only Tyler T uh, today. Man, I have a special guest on here with me, so I'm, I'm going to let him introduce himself, and then we'll get on with the show. Yes, sir. What's good, Tyler? Yeah, it's Grant, owner of Health Done Right, um, D-U-N-N, right? And yeah, a little bit about myself, um, personal trainer, coach, strength coach, health coach. Uh, a little bit of my background. I'm 24, went to Texas State. Uh, university down in San Marcos, study exercise science. Uh, some of my experiences, strength and conditioning at the collegiate level, commercial gym training, so like personal training and stuff like that, uh, behavioral health with kids, um, you know, being a tech in a physical therapy setting, all that. Uh, right now, I'm currently working in corporate wellness for a company called Exos. And yeah, a little bit about me. Okay. Um, so what made you get into the health and wellness field, man? Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of different reasons of wanting to go into personal training, uh, studying exercise science. So tell me a little bit about how you got to where you are. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I mean, I played football and baseball growing up. Um, so, you know, I've been athlete, retired, you know, when I graduated high school, then when I got to college. I mean, I'm like five, seven, so I'm not big at all. So I mean, okay. honestly, when I first got started, like the big thing was just like wanting just to just be in the gym, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I've always been a decent athlete been strong for my size and all that. And so I just kind of carried that over into doing my own thing. Um, so that's really how I got started in like my own personal, you know, like training, if you will. And then obviously at, into college, like I changed my major to kinesiology. And um, honestly, like, I've never wanted to be like a personal trainer. Like, I, I have some thoughts on the fitness industry and all that. But like, I really wanted to get into like sports performance, um, mm-hmm. which is what I did. Uh, I got an internship with the strength and conditioning program at Texas State. Okay. So I worked with the, the baseball team, basketball, tennis, golf, uh, you know, volleyball, all that. And it was really dope. Um, the strength coaches I worked under, I always say, you know, I'm really grateful that they even let me do that because I got a lot of good experience doing that. Mm-hmm. And so after that semester, although I learned a lot and it was really dope, um, two things. One, COVID was like about to happen or COVID had just hit. Yeah. And then also just like that realm, I'm not sure how familiar you are with like collegiate strength and conditioning, but it's just like a grind. You know what I'm saying? It's like 60 hours a week, you know, 5 a.m. every day. Yep. And quite frankly, you're not really getting paid a lot. Mm-mm, and so for me, I was not at all. And so for me, I was like, I kind of deviated to like another field, which is like healthcare admin, bro. And obviously like with COVID hitting, like my job at Anytime Fitness, I was working there too. My job at Anytime Fitness obviously was like not, you know, there anymore right now because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started looking into healthcare administration. Um, and honestly, it was just like ass, <laughs> like the field itself. I mean, yeah, you'll have a job. But it's just like it wasn't really for me. So, yeah, I did another research project in like biomechanics and stuff. Okay. Um, you know, at that time, I had started my Instagram page and started my business, Health Done Right. But I had no real direction, to be honest with you. So at that point, I was just kind of lost. Um, and then around that same time, I started looking at physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for that. So I, I uh, was a technician at a PT clinic. Okay. And that was dope. So we did a lot of like injury prevention, um, 
helping people who had just had like surgeries, like ACL surgeries mm-hmm. or people who have like chronic low back pain, things like that. If you're familiar with my page, like I talk a lot about mobility and injury prevention and all that. So that's where I get a lot of that from. Um, but unfortunately, like I applied to three programs, they all denied me this past December. And, um, and so, yeah, so I had to take a step back and just reevaluate kind of what direction I wanted to go. And that's how I kind of ended up here at Exos, to be honest. Um, and, you know, so like, honestly, like to answer the question and all, like, I just really, I, I really like it for myself. You know what I'm saying? I want to help other people because I have a lot of knowledge about mm-hmm. health and wellness. So it's just like, you know, it's important to me and I like to give that knowledge to other people. So yeah i feel that man because um that's kind of that's how it kind of was with me um i was at texas state as well but i changed my major several times so i went into texas state um in 2015 so when i got there i was like pre-athletic training i guess you could call it Mm -hmm. uh, because i did that a lot in high school um i went to a pretty uh pretty good high school out here in dallas uh i went to which one I went to Townview. So uh, Townview, we had like a sports medicine, um, I guess, path, I guess, pathway, you could say. So uh, we had like a lot of student trainers. So I was also an athlete. I played basketball and then um, I did the athletic training thing. And so when I got to Texas State, I was like, oh, I want to do athletic training and took a couple of classes. Those classes, man, uh, super easy because I got the training from my teachers in high school. I just segued over to college, just transferred over to college. So I really didn't study a lot. And it was like, okay, cool. But the thing for me, well, a turning point for me was all the time that I had to spend with athletic training. Like you got to be at the practices before the athletes. You have to stay uh, after practice for the athletes. So it's just like, I can't spend all this time and with these athletes and not have a life of my own, essentially. And I was like, I want to enjoy college. I want to be able to get that experience. So ended up changing my major. Uh, I ended up talking to like a career coach um, at Texas State and um, changed my major to health and wellness promotion. And so I was like, okay, I could I could see myself doing something along these lines. Um, then towards the end of my senior year, my professor was like, well, you'll have a bachelor's of science um, if you change your major to public health. So I was like, okay, cool. Did a lot of research projects in public health. Um, and it was just a different outlook on uh, on health in general. And so that's what kind of made me get interested in like exercise. Cause I worked at the rec. Um, mm-hmm. I was a manager there at the rec for some time. Um, and so that's what I was leaning towards going into was like recreation administration, things like that, recreation management. Um, and they, I, I remember they offered like this six week course to us and they were like, oh, y'all can take this course for free um, to become a personal trainer. And I was like, oh shit, uh, didn't end up doing it because I was taking summer classes at the time because I was trying to graduate. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just do it later. So then I ended up going to, uh, what did I do? Uh, finished school, um, ended up getting an internship with the city of Dallas in their health and wellness department. Um, Helped write the manual for their health and wellness department. Did a lot of projects, stuff like that. Um, And then my first job out of college, I worked at D1, which is like a premier gym 
um, like athletic performance gym uh, in, in the North Dallas area. I just worked front desk though. And I, and I saw like the strength coaches and like what they did. And I was like, I could do this. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a former athlete. I like to help people. Um, and that's when I started really getting into exercise. Um, so then lost my job because of COVID. They laid me off and I was in grad school at the time at UNT. Uh, I was doing like, my major was recreation event and sport management. So Initially, I wanted to work in like, uh, what is it? I just went blank. Uh, basketball <laughs> operations mm-hmm. for, like a, for like a college. But uh, it's harder to get in those jobs, especially during COVID. You can't really uh, get that internship experience. And I felt like my, I was kind of robbed of my, uh, my graduate experience, my grad school experience. But nonetheless, you know, I got the degree and it is what it is. So then I ended up uh, starting, I, while I was in grad school, I started to uh, pursue my NASM of CPT. So I was studying for that while in grad school at the same time. So that's a lot of studying, bro. Uh, especially like two different, yeah, two different, uh, two different subjects. So I'm like, damn, okay. So I passed that test and I was like, well, I'm gonna just start training type shit. So I just started picking up clients, uh, taking them to uh, Planet Fitness, training them on the low. Uh, yeah. didn't, really, didn't really know what I was doing, honestly. And I was just like, okay, well, let me just get one of my friends to help me out with this. So did that. Uh, then I ended up getting another certification uh, down the road after I got hired at Lifetime as a trainer. So I applied to Lifetime, got hired there. Uh, Hated it, quit uh, earlier this year, actually. And that's how I started um, training to the T. And then uh, while I was at Lifetime, I got another certification um, through pain-free performance. Uh, got that certification. That certification taught me a lot. And I feel like that um, that just changed training for me in general. And I was just like, okay, well, I want to be a trainer, but I want to be, I want to be a strength coach. But I don't want to do collegiate strength coaching because those hours terrible. Um, so I want to either be in high schools or kind of just doing it on my own. Because with high school, you can kind of yeah, you have those early mornings, but you can go home when the kids go home, essentially. Right. Unless you have to stay after practice, after for practice or something like that, and work with the athletic trainers or let them know something or whatever. So I was like, okay, so here I am now. Um, about four months in with my own business, uh, quit my full-time job. And so I'm doing this like full-time, like full-time entrepreneur. And it's, it's definitely a grind, but, uh, like you said, and that's one thing a lot of people don't understand. They, they see the benefits of personal training. Like, Oh, you can be a personal trainer. You can make all this money, but they don't see what goes into it. You know what I'm saying? So I want, I want you to talk a little bit about that, like a little bit about the work, a little about, about the sleep schedule, uh, about the hours that you put in, um, the program writing, all that stuff. Yeah, bro. Well, much, much respect to you for doing this full time now. Like that's, um, that's definitely, like, I got a lot of respect for that because like, for me, that's something I'm scared to do and not prepared to do, to be honest. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. something that I'm just not at that point yet, you know? So that's why I'm, I'm very grateful for the job I have at Exos and, um, you know, the opportunity I have there, cause it is, you know, they definitely take care of me and everything, but yeah. yeah, to answer your question, it's, uh, 
it's a grind nonetheless. I mean, as you just heard, I mean, I worked 40 hours a week. I mean, I probably put in a good 15 hours extra on like, all my business. That's with content, marketing, programming for clients, talking with clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, learning. So studying for certification. So I have my NSCA CPT. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just t- took my CSCS, passed the science portion, did not pass the practical. So I have to take, I have to retake that, that half here in august but that's a hard-ass exam um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with it yeah yeah um but so yeah just always studying always learning about how i can help my clients and help people i work with so it's just a grind i mean i would say right now and not even exaggerate I'm, i put in like 65 hours a week you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's just like it's um it's it's i'm grateful for it because it makes you feel like you know i'm being productive and all that but yeah it's a grind like i think the big thing for me right now i'm focused on is just growing the following and like and just helping people like even mm-hmm. if that's for free you know what i'm saying so like, i like a lot of your content too you know and just everyone who's in this it's like you got to put out a lot of free stuff and you're not going to get paid for it oh and yeah so it's right. like yeah and so you got to put a lot of like my my opinion like i feel like you like the quality content will always rise to the top and it's one of those things where that's why I try and do, I know you try and do that. I see your content. Like it's definitely, you can tell you put in time and thought into it. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that people I think overlook. And yeah, to your point, everyone says, Oh, like you can be a trainer and anyone can be a trainer, but it's like, there's a lot more to it. And I think people from the outside looking in, like over time, they see that. Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, and I, I feel that because content, man, content is something that, that's constant. You constantly have to work on. Uh, you always. I'm. I'm sure as a trainer, as a coach, you're like, damn. What. What can I. What new can I put out, or what can I add to my old content to make people be like, damn. Okay, I didn't even think about it like that because, obviously, like the shit is for free. Um, and you want you want to get paid for your work because you pay to get to where you are. You went and got these degrees. You went and got these certifications. You, I'm pretty sure, like the experience that you have um, in internships and stuff like that, they didn't pay you for that, especially at Texas State. And if they did, it was little to nothing. Uh, and you putting in hours and hours just to be like, oh, just to put something on your resume. You know what I'm saying? Just to have somebody, right. just to have somebody vouch for you, because that's what it is at the end of the day. If they call this person and they like, oh, have you heard about such and such? Yeah, he was a he was an intern here with me. He did X, Y, and Z. Oh, damn, cool. Okay, bet. But. Uh, yeah, man, content is. I, I was just in the gym recording content today, and after after my workout, and it was just like, damn, like I'm really, I'm really putting all this out there for free. But people people see that, you know what I'm saying, and you don't think that people notice you because they not noticing you right then and there. Just, but mm-hmm. they hit you up and be like, oh, I saw this video that you that you posted about this, or I saw what you said about this, and with me having like up my credentials but me having like a public health degree and a recreation sports management degree I kind of see like health from a different realm like I look at it in a different a different way not just like oh well this person wants this person needs to move but they don't know how to move I look at okay why doesn't this person want to exercise where does this person live what type of environment is this person in um how this how is this person thinking about exercise you know what I'm saying um and how is this person thinking about nutrition because everybody thinks like oh well since i work out like i should look good and it's like no it's way more that goes into exercise and fitness and overall wellness than just exercising or working out um so 
tell me a little bit about your job at Exos, man, because I was see I, I was on LinkedIn heavy when I was actually trying to get a job and I would see those jobs, man. And I was just like, uh, and do I want to apply here? Do I want to work here? So tell me a little bit about how that job came about and uh, what you do there with, in corporate wellness. Yeah, so interesting uh, with Exos. I actually heard about the company like while I was at Texas State. Um, okay. I actually took a few public health classes just part of the degree and stuff. Okay. And um, ironically, I actually applied to UT's public health pro- program, their graduate program, and I got in, but I decided that wasn't the route for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but um, yeah, I took a few classes in public health and a few teachers brought up corporate wellness to me. They're like, yeah, this is, you know, on the rise, et cetera, et cetera. And so they brought up Exos. Um, but at least as of recently, like, you know, the past couple of months when I actually applied, um, yeah, I just applied and I actually came on like, as a sub or a part-time. So mm-hmm. like they, you know, we're kind of just like, look, like we'll give you like this many hours a week, but that's really it. Not guaranteed. Um, but at the same time, they were like, we like your resume and we like you, et cetera, et cetera. So I was working at, um, I was working at different locations within Austin. And so it, it just worked out perfect because the location I'm at now is at Samsung and, you know, Samsung's a really big company all mm-hmm. over not just the U.S., but the world. It's a Korean company, but uh, <clears throat> they have so many employees there. And so bringing in a corporate wellness company like Exos, we are like we help everyone basically be healthy. So we do personal training. We do programming. We do, you know, outreach events. We do, you know, really everything to make them healthier people and ultimately mm-hmm. help them be better at their jobs. Um, okay. And so that's really the part of exos that i'm in right now exos also has like sports performance and physical yeah. therapy and stuff too um but corporate wellness i haven't been in that before i mean as i said before i've been in really a lot of other realms of health and wellness but this is the first time i've been in corporate wellness and i gotta tell you bro like so far like i'm i'm pretty impressed um especially with the location i'm at it's it's not competitive like people aren't you know the, the people i work with aren't trying to like steal clients from you or like anything like that like it's very just like we're a team, you know what I'm saying? It's not, like cliche that sounds like we're a team and there's no like, there's no sense of like, oh, I'm trying to be better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have that mindset when I, in my own business, you know, being competitive, but inside there, like at my nine to five right now, like it's just, it's just a way to learn, gain knowledge, gain experience. And I mean, ultimately like get a check every two weeks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, sure. that's really, that's really where I'm at right now. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? So what, what is the end goal for you, man? Um, I guess even, even in EXO. So where do you, is there a lot of uh, room for you to grow within the company? Yeah, hundred percent, especially with Samsung, but even just in general, um, once I do get my CSCS, I mean, I can go in the sports performance realm, but I mean, quite honestly, as I'm sure you're trying to do, obviously, like I want to run my own business. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I told myself, I told myself three years from now, that's the goal. Um, and yeah, like, I just don't like, I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at. Like, as okay. far as like, with Exos, like they're, they're really like, they treat you well. They, they really, they really take care of you, but I'm not as of right now, I don't aspire to be like the program manager. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. aspire to like get to that point. Not that that's not like a great goal to have, but that's not the goal I have. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually am going to start studying for my uh, my CSCS probably okay. after the summertime. I'm trying to have my way with the summer and do, do what I want to do this summer and then mm-hmm. maybe pop in, um, in the fall. 
So uh, y'all yeah, probably start doing that in August. Um, how how was that studying for you? Yeah, bro, it was a uh, it was a grind. Uh, I, like I, said, I, I just took, <laughs> I literally took the exam this past Sunday. Okay, and I passed the science, and I missed. I did. I failed the the practical by six questions, and yeah. and what's funny is I felt more confident about that section than the science. But I mean, as far as the studying, like I put a good two months in. Um, I mean, my experience within collegiate strength and conditioning, you know, helped me a lot, my degree, um, just my other experiences. But I mean, it was a grind. I mean, I would say like, I mean, you have pretty good experience, but obviously getting the book, I'm sure you've like watched videos or read up on it, like buying the book is like the first step. And I mean, a lot of people say like read through the book. I didn't read through the book page to page, but I read a good amount of it. Mm -hmm. And um you know, it was just, just came a little short on that second part. So I'll have to take that second part here in August. But, um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's again, like if you really genuinely like love this stuff, like it doesn't really feel like work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'll study, but it's like, I'm studying for fun. Like I'm studying to help my clients. I'm studying to learn for myself. And then obviously I'm studying to pass the exam and have more credentials. So, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, that that's how I feel about it. Um, I know several. I know several people that have taken it and and failed by like a few questions, kind of how you said. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it is a long test, uh, from what I see. It's and, uh, over two hundred questions. <laughs> yeah, and so I was just like, um, I'm thinking about doing like a prep course. Uh, just because even when I got my CPT, I didn't read the book like front to back. It was kind of just like, okay, let me read. Let me read, let me read a little bit, take a bunch of, take the practice test over and over and over see how it is. Uh, and a lot of the questions that were on that exam were kind of on the actual exam. So, uh, but I know this, the CSC is just a totally different monster, man. It's like the granddaddy of all certifications. Yeah. But uh, yeah, once I get that, man, I feel like that'll make me just more marketable as a as a coach as a trainer because they see that and we're young people man i'm 25 we're 24 so we're needed in that sports performance and that health and wellness realm because one thing research comes out every day um by doctors of kinesiology that, that have doctorates in physical therapy everything like that they're writing articles uh they're conducting studies so exercise changes man and that's one thing that I feel like the older generation doesn't really understand, especially like these older strength coaches, uh, these older sports coaches, basketball, football, baseball, whatever. Um, those are these are the people that the athletes are going in the weight room with. And they still have the mentality from the 90s or the early 2000s, like no pain, no gain. And it's like you don't want to experience pain when you're training. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's gonna, it may, you may be sore, uh, you may not, your body may not be used to that movement, but you don't want it to be outright, downright, like hurting you to the point to where you can't walk, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, yes, training is, it, it is, it's hard on the mind. I feel like it's not as hard on the body as it is on the mind. If you know what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? And if you have the proper coaching and the proper technique. And a lot of people don't value technique. A lot of people just think, oh, I'm a former athlete. I can be a great trainer. I can be a great coach. Or I look good. I know how to train myself. I know how to work out so I can train other people. And yeah. it's totally different when you really get that live, actual that actual person in front of you. And you can have all the book smarts in the world, but if you don't know how to work with people, you're going to suck as a coach. 
Uh, and that's one thing that I try to get a lot of people to understand because like you said, man, like, you got to want this shit because uh, it's not easy. Um, and you just so happen to get a great job uh, straight out of college, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you said you applied to uh, the public health grad school. You applied to these uh, physical therapy programs, which I'm thinking about doing that shit too, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. Going to not even physical therapy school right out of the gate, but physical therapy assistant school, then going to physical therapy school because it's cheaper and it's a lot easier. Oh, I can talk to you about all that. Yeah, so yeah, let's go, let's go into that, man. Yeah, bro. So honestly, like I graduated last May from Texas State. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a job coming out. Like my plan was PT. So I I graduated in May, uh, studying for the GRE doing the application, going through the application process, working mm-hmm. at the outpatient clinic. Um, and yeah, my initial thoughts was PTA as well. I was like, you know, the salary isn't bad, you know, whatnot. The school is a lot less expensive. And I talked to the PT I worked under and he was like, honestly, bro, like PTAs because of insurance and all that, which that's another conversation insurance. But uh, there, he was just basically saying how PTAs were like kind of going extinct, you know what I'm saying? And so, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I'll just go down the PT route. Um, and it was just one of those things, bro, where like one, the acceptance rate to a lot of these schools is like around five, 6%. I mean, not that you should be scared of like competition, but it's just like, I felt like I had a pretty good resume, good rec letters, all that. And like, I didn't get in. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was just like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, why? Um, and I feel like a lot of physical therapists like that I see, especially like on social media, like they're basically just doing what personal trainers are doing. They're just, they're just over, they're over certified personal trainers. That, that's really what it is. They're helping yeah. you train pain-free. And I think you were kind of, you know, talking about that as well. And I think that that's where things are going with fitness uh, or not even fitness. I want to say health. Fitness is something else, I think, but Mm-hmm. Just with health and training in general, uh, training the right way and training smart, more efficiently. But yeah, PT, I mean, like, it's, I don't know, it's uh, something that, in my opinion, is it worth the money? As of right now, I don't think so. But then again, I'm 24 and naive. So I don't know, maybe it is. But, you know, I mean, the PTFs I worked under were still in like, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, because they went to a private school and they make yeah. like $60,000 a year. So yeah, and most PTs, go into practice for themselves oh yeah and because that's where the money is but it's like if you're a performance coach if you're a strength and conditioning coach and you're in business for yourself you can make just as much money if not and like you said we're essentially doing the same thing so that's why it's like okay thinking about it and i feel like ptas um because my um my girlfriend's mom is a a respiratory therapist and so she she talks to a lot of um, physical therapists, physical therapy assistants. And during COVID, they kind of went crazy because they got these, these travel contracts and say they were, mm-hmm. they were able to, like nurses, essentially, they were able to go wherever they wanted, make money, um, and their salaries like went up because they were making mm-hmm. more money by the hour. Uh, so, yeah, it is something to think about. PTA school, you can pay for it out of pocket. Um, but mm-hmm. like you said, trying to get in physical therapy school, the shit is super expensive. Uh, and a lot of physical therapists and strength and conditioning coaches work together. Mm-hmm, 100%. Uh, sometimes they work in the same facility. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, yeah. Like, oh, well, okay. You, you saw me. You're here now. You did this. You did that. I can take, go see the, go see the strength coach. 
and we can get all these different certifications um, just like they can. We can we can be massage therapists. We can do cupping. We can do dry needle. You know what I'm saying? We can do like whatever if we have if we want to get those credentials. We just have to find a way to get them. So uh, CSCS is it's it's not as expensive, obviously, as getting getting a doctoral degree. Uh, but you just have to apply it right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and right. so that's what I've been thinking about for the past few months. Like, okay, I knew that I wanted to get my CSCS and be like a strength coach, but I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, with the Dallas area and how like strength and conditioning works um, in DISD, but there's not a lot of, if there are any strength and conditioning coaches um, in, the, mm. in their high schools because shit, they don't have the money for it. Or if they, yeah. do have, if they do have the money for it, they're not trying to pay. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you go on the outskirts of Dallas, like North Dallas, if you go to Frisco, if you go to wherever, like you can find uh, you can find these different things, uh, these different jobs, and you can be cool with having with the money that you make in type shit. So uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's a lot to think about, but uh, I don't try to get so caught up on thinking about the future, even though a lot of times I do. I try to enjoy the moment, especially with me having my own business, taking that leap of faith, leaving my job uh, because that that shit was not easy. Um, But I was so miserable at my job, bro. It it, kind of made me lose passion for being a coach. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I hear that. Man, fuck this shit. Like I'm finna. Like I got. I got degrees. Like I could go get another job. And that I'm. Right. I'm glad that I have these degrees because, let's say, personal training or coaching, like they didn't go as planned. Which I'm not gonna let it not go as planned. But speaking mm-hmm. hypothetically, like let's say it didn't. Like I could always oh go apply for a job, get a nine to five. But I feel like the generation that we come from, we don't really want that. That's not our end goal. Everybody wants to work for nah. themselves. Uh, they want freedom. Everybody, yeah, everybody can't work for themselves though. Nah. But well, I, it's people, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, nah, you got you got it. No, nah, I was just I mean, to your point, yeah, like I think everybody sees like you kind of brought it up at the very beginning. Everybody sees like social media and they're like, "Oh, like personal training, fitness, like that's easy. Like I can do that." And it's like, "No, like it's it's a lot more than just that. Like there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes. There's a lot more things, like things we're talking about that you don't really realize it's not just like oh let me just like start a fitness account and just like start saying I'm a coach you know and I see a lot of that and it's like it's kind of offensive to be honest with you like I don't really like look at it I don't really I don't really like try to pay much attention but like you know like I see it you know or like they'll follow me or like whatever but it's like it's like what are we doing you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like you know and so I think that people from the outside like potential clients and people who are in the industry like they see the difference and I mean, to your point, yeah, I got, I, I have a hard time like overthinking and thinking about the future a lot too, but, you know, I try to stay grounded and just right now and just continue to grind, push the business and, you know, just doing my thing. So I feel that. Yeah. Because the average person, bro, these trainers that have 11,000 followers and all that, like they, they're not really doing what you think, you know what I'm saying? And we, we doing all the groundwork. We really getting it yeah. out of the mud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, it's not, like you said, it's not easy, but in the end, it's worth it. Because if we stay down for a year or two, people are noticing us, man. Uh, your business, you got a job, you have your own business. I have my own business, and I actually, 
I work with kids in a, at a nonprofit. So I do the same thing, teaching them like um, I'm certified in CrossFit. So teaching them those as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just like when you love what you do and you love and you enjoy it, it doesn't really seem like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this for work. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was right. just for me when I was at Lifetime, man, and it's not to shit on them because they they taught me a lot. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be in this position that I'm that I'm in with if it wasn't for Lifetime. So I'm, I'm very thankful for them. Uh, but it was just like someone telling me that I need to be doing this when I don't have any clients or that I need to be going here when I don't have anything to do with it is like, for lack of a better term, leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I was just thinking about that today. Oh my God. Yeah. I got here that. It's like, leave, leave me the hell alone. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it. And I, I know that if I stay down with this, like it can be as big as I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of people don't have that mindset. A lot of people want you to think that, or they want to look like they're doing something when in reality, they ain't really doing shit. Uh, so well, with, with that, with that, like, where do you think, or where, where do you see the fit or the, the fitness industry going in like five to 10 years? I see it moving to a lot more moving, moving, um, virtual. Um, a lot of people have apps and actually we're, we're going to start wrapping up in about like two, three minutes. Uh, no, there you go, bro. Yeah. So a lot of people have apps. A lot of people do online coaching, um, which is cool. I actually want to create an app. I probably will end up doing that, uh, in the near future, just to make sure that I'm getting like that passive income. I'll still probably do in-person coaching because that's just fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, that app is is great for people to be like, oh, you can see videos, you can see this, you can see that, you can tap in with coaching, blah, blah, blah. And if you actually want to come in person, then cool. But yeah, I see it moving to more virtual. Um, I see with social media, maybe people paying social media, like so TikTok, Instagram, paying people for their content like they kind of already do. Um, a lot of big sponsorships. So even if you don't know what you're doing, you can just look like you know what you're doing via an app. Uh, so that's yeah. kind of where I see the industry going. How, how about you? Yeah, bro, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I think virtually, remote, a lot of people working remote now, a lot of people want things when they want it on demand. Mm -hmm. I think an app, I'm on the same page as you, hopefully later this year or next year, I'm thinking about developing an app um, I already got an ebook right now and, you know, just trying to find ways to have, yeah, passive income. Cause I mean, in-person training is fun, but at the end of the day, it's like, you have I feel like you got to, I feel like you got to create something that is just like, yeah, passive. So mm -hmm. I, I'm right there with you. Yeah, man. Uh, well, one last thing um, to anybody wanting to be a coach, wanting to be a trainer, wanting to get into this field, what, uh, what advice do you have for them? Uh, honestly, like look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what your intentions are. And if your intentions are to genuinely help people through exercise or health and wellness in a real way, and you're genuinely, you know, ready to actually learn, then it's for you. But if it's not, if it's just a way to increase your influencer following page, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, to each their own. 
Okay. Okay. I like that answer. Um, Cause I feel the same way. Everybody wants to, everybody say, everybody says they want to do this, but when you come in contact with people who are really trying to do it and who are, are really doing it, it's like, damn, am I really like them? Like, do I see myself in them? Am I willing to put in the hours? Am I willing to lose the sleep? Am I willing to be up writing in this notebook about how I'm going to program? Am I willing to read these articles? Am I willing to do the research? You know what I'm saying? Am I willing to listen to somebody else tell me like, you suck or this is not working (laughs) and having to go back to the drawing board? Am I willing to, oh, well, this client has, this client has a spine fusion. This client can't, can't rotate this client um has a fractured ankle that they want to get better on with moving on like can can i actually help them you know what i'm saying and if you can't like not being afraid to say no and if you can if you're willing to take on a challenge like doing it and doing it successfully um so yeah man that that's how i feel i feel like this was a good talk good episode um we should definitely talk again because i feel like there's a lot more stuff to touch touch on uh but yeah just go ahead and shout out your social media one more time man uh before we end the show yes sir i appreciate you tyler yeah it'll be uh health done d-u-n-n right underscore and uh yeah that's really about it same thing on tiktok uh twitter it's going to be grant done underscore underscore um personal instagram underscore grant done underscore underscore but yeah tyler i appreciate you man all right, man. Uh, let's stay in contact, man. I appreciate you. And good luck to you in all your endeavors, man. Yes, sir, bro. You too. All right, man.